This program is brought to you by the partners and friends of Creflo Dollar Ministries. Coming up next on Changing Your World. I'm in pain because I've been betrayed, but I got authority over that pain. I got sickness in my body, but I got authority over that sickness. I mismanaged my money, and I don't know how I'm going to get the money to pay my, my house. No, I have authority over that. There is nothing that will ever happen in your life that God didn't foresee and foreknow and has already provided for you the necessary authority to command something to show up in place of that strategy that Satan has against you. And the church said amen. Ladies, are you ready to find your worth? This is an awesome experience. It's amazing. Join us for three life-changing days at the 2020 Worth Radical Women's Conference, March 19th through the 21st, and learn just how valuable you are. Mark my words, this is going to be epic. Register today for this radical event at taffydollar.org or text RADICAL to 51555. this another opportunity to minister to these your precious sheep I thank you Lord that revelation knowledge will flow freely uninterrupted and unhindered by any satanic or demonic force and father I pray that you will speak through my vocal cords and think through my mind none of me and all of you it is in Jesus name we pray and everybody said amen come on give the Lord another big hand clap of praise he is worthy he is worthy he is worthy Learn how to praise your way out of a situation. Learn how to praise your way out of depression. Learn how to praise your way out, man. Praise will paralyze the enemy, amen? So we've been talking about the finished works of Jesus Christ. And one of the things that has been finished is that the battle against Satan has been won. It has been won. I am not telling you to do things to try to win. I'm telling you that the battle against your adversary, and your adversary is the devil. You have an adversary. The adversary is the devil. And your adversary wants to get you to back up and to not believe that the victory over him has been won. He's been stripped. He's like an old dog named Waldo. He don't even have a bark anymore. Imagine breaking in somebody's house. Well, don't imagine that, but for an example, breaking in somebody's house, an old dog come up behind you and say, Wolf. That's what the enemy is. His teeth have been pulled. The bite has been taken away from him. And the victory is yours. So then what am I talking about here? If, if the battle has, uh, against Satan has been won, what am I talking about here? Our battle against the enemy is standing 
and maintaining the victory that has been won. That's our battle, is standing and maintaining the victory, not getting the victory. We fight from the place of victory. We're not fighting from the place of defeat. So no matter what you're going through, you're not fighting from that place of defeat, from that place of hurt feelings, from that place of brokenness. Your fight is from the place of victory that Jesus Christ has already won for you. If you understand that, say amen. amen. Your fight is from that place. Let's begin this morning in this text in John 10 and 10. And so I want to teach you how to fight. I want to teach you how to fight, but I don't want you to misunderstand what this battle is. It's not trying to get healed, not trying to get delivered, not trying to get the necessary provision and supply. All of that has been given already. All right? Now, John 10 and 10. Ready? Read. The thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and they might have it abundantly. Now look at this in the New Living Translations. Now know what he said. He says the thief, and who's the thief? Satan is the thief. The thief cometh to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So God should not be getting the blame for that. There's a devil loose. And he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Now listen to this. He says the thief's purpose is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. The thief's purpose is to steal what's been stolen from you. The thief's purpose is to kill. The thief's purpose is to destroy what's been destroyed in your life and around you. But don't forget this. God's purpose is so you can, so he can give you a rich and satisfying life. Amen. Now, go with me to the book of Luke chapter 10, 19. Let me show you what has already been made available. And now with your faith, you're going to have to receive it. With your faith, you're going to have to take possession. If he's made things available and they're just there and you haven't taken possession of those things, then you're almost coming real close to counting the blood of Jesus worthless. Because it's, it's there. It's, it's available. And look what he says in verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power. Now, power here is it's, it's defined as ability. Or notice uh, uh, the power or excuse me this word here is defined authority and scratch what I just said this word here power the first word power is defined authority so God says I've given you authority the right to command I've given you authority to tread over serpents and scorpions and over all the power or ability so the first word power means authority the second word power means ability so God says I have given you authority the right to command over all of the ability of the enemy so whatever ability the enemy has and most likely the place where he really works against us is through the power or the ability of suggestion saying something to you showing something trying to inflict fear in your life 
trying to get you to panic. Panic is groundless fear. You become fearful over something that hadn't even happened yet. And you spend a lot of time, what if, what if, what if. Suggestion, the power of suggestion. He wants to make a suggestion. He wants to try to inflict fear through what you can see and fear in what you can hear. And the Bible says we have authority over all of those strategies. Please understand you have an enemy who spends time developing strategies, personal strategies against you. And the strategies are designed to stop you from reaching and achieving the call of God on your life. So what God will do is he will take some of the stuff the devil comes up with and then use it to perfect you and exercise your spiritual muscle to get to the place where you've been called to if you don't let him use the strategy to stop you. The assignment of the enemy is how can I paralyze you and stop you so you won't take possession and you won't move. He wants to keep you, he wants to keep you paralyzed and, and keep you in fear. And God has not given us the spirit of fear, but has given us what? Love and power and a sound mind. You have authority over the devil. You have authority over every negative thought. You have authority over what you see. You have authority over what you hear. You have authority over your hurt. You have authority over your emotions that are negative. You have authority over any attack that comes your way. And you've got to start reminding yourself, hmm, I'm going through this. However, I have been given authority over this. Yes. I'm in pain because I've been betrayed. But I got authority over that pain. I got sickness in my body, but I got authority over that sickness. I mismanaged my money, and I don't know how I'm going to get the money to pay my, my house. No, I have authority over that. There is nothing that will ever happen in your life that God didn't foresee and foreknow and has already provided for you the necessary authority to command something to show up in place of that strategy that Satan has against you. And the church said, Amen. Hallelujah. And then what he says here is he says, you not only have authority over the ability of the enemy, but nothing shall by any means hurt you. It won't hurt you. He said it won't hurt you. It won't hurt you. It won't hurt you. When you're on a plane and they say, look like we about to crash, you have authority. No, I'm on this plane. And nothing shall by any means hurt me. I release the angels. Do your job. I will live and not die. I guarantee you, you, you got folks on the airplane who don't know Jesus who will be saying, Amen. <laughs> We've got to be people who exercise our authority. You don't know how powerful you are because you sit back and you think, well, that doesn't happen. I dare you to start using your authority. It's like a policeman. You put him in the middle of traffic. You give him a uniform. You give him the authority to command the traffic. He has the signs that, to, to do that. But if he stands there and he, no, no, let's take that. Let's take away the uniform and just put him in the middle of the street. What's gonna happen? Papa, fool, get out the road. But when you have authority, he has to exercise his authority. And when he does, the traffic stops.
same thing with you. You got to exercise your authority. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You don't sit there quiet and just let the devil beat your brains out. If there's stupid stuff going on in your relationship, you speak. This is a great relationship. I'm not selfish. What my wife and how my wife treats me is none of my business. My business is how I treat her. And I treat her in the love of Jesus. And the devil says, oh my God, you have authority. Now, go to the next scripture. Colossians chapter 2. Now let's look at verse 13 through 15. Say out loud, I have authority over all of the power of the devil. He actually doesn't have any. I'll show you that in a minute. Now watch this. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, look at what he's done, having forgiven you all your trespasses. Now every sin in your life, past, present, and future, has been forgiven. All right, look at verse 14 blotting out how did he do that he blotted out the handwriting of the ordinance that was against us and we're going to read this in the amplified afterwards he blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us that's the law which was contrary to us and he took it out of the way and he nailed it to the cross verse 15 and having spoiled principalities and powers he made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it. Now, watch this in the, in the Amplified. I'm telling you, Satan has been whipped. I said he's been whipped. Well, how we say in college, but whooped. And you who were dead in trespasses and in circumcision of your flesh, your sensuality, your sinful carnal nature, God brought to life together with Christ, having freely forgiven us of all of our transgressions. Verse 14 having canceled and blotted out and wiped away the handwriting of the note, the bond, with its legal decrees and demands. What's he talking about here? The law of Moses, the Mosaic law. He's wiped it out with its legal demands and decrees, which was enforced and stood against us, and it was hostile to us. This note with its regulations, the Mosaic law, with its decrees, with its demands, See, the law demands, demands, demands. With this demands, he set aside and he cleared completely out of our way by nailing it to his cross. God, when he did that, when he took and delivered us from the curse of the law, he disarmed the principalities and powers. Now, those are demon forces that, that have been assigned to come against you in the strategies to try to destroy you. And he said he stripped them of their power. They have been disarmed. Notice the association. When he took away the law, he took away the power for these demon spirits to operate against you. So if any demon spirits, now some of y'all tripping out, demon spirits. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what was in you last night when you were cussing and said, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Those are demon spirits that have been disarmed. They have been disarmed. They can't work against you. They have been disarmed. They have been disarmed. 
The only way that a demon spirit can work through you is that you politely invite them to be a part of your life. They have been disarmed. Now quit thinking about the exorcist, the movie. That ain't what this is. They cause influence, but they have been disarmed. And they were ranged against us, the Bible says, and they made a bold, dis bold display and a public example of them. That, and he said, and in triumphing over them in him and in the cross. You know what he said this? We have victory over every demon spirit. You don't, you don't hear teachings on demons anymore. We used to call, we, I mean, in the, in the early 80s, boy, that's all we did is cast demons out. Of course, we had to be a little careful because after a while, we thought everything was a demon. I mean, really, when somebody was being disobedient, that's a demon of disobedience. <laughs> now, that was, a cho that was called a choice of disobedience, <laughs> okay? But they exist, and they exist to try to torment you. They exist to try to get you to submit to the influence, and that's why we've got to stand bold in our victory because there are demon forces trying to get you to, you know, influence you to do stupid stuff. Now, you still make the decision. Nothing can make you do anything. Not even God can make you do anything. You are a free moral agent, and you choose to do what you do. Please understand something. Somebody says, I sinned. The devil made me do it. It's impossible. He can't make you do Please understand something. The devil can't make you do anything, and God won't make you do anything. What you do is based on your decision to do it. So this thing about, well, the devil made me do it. No, 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 no. You made a choice to do it. It's like, I don't even know how I got in this woman's bed, and she ain't even my wife. Something came over me. Boy, please. <laughs> you made a decision. You accepted the influence. You made a choice to get where you were, and you don't have to do that because they've already been defeated. But we're not taking a hold of our authority against them. We have authority against the power of suggestion and influence. We have authority over all that stuff. Okay, I'm going to leave that alone because some of you are getting weirded out. Like, I've seen those things in operation for years. I used to work at a psychiatric institute. And boy, I, see, I saw those things operating big time on a daily basis. And I took authority over them. Uh, in some cases, that uh, the protocol we had set up to try to help some of these patients didn't work. And so I'd pull them in the back room, and those demons started manifesting. I'd cast them out of them. And then they, they, they'd turn out all right and start, they'd get uh, discharged uh, a whole lot earlier than what they would normally get discharged, and nobody knew what happened. Or they just seemed to get better. And then one patient told one time, say, no, Mr. Dollar cast the devil out of me. <laughs> I said, oh, well, there goes that job. <laughs> All right. Come on, James chapter 4 and 7. James chapter 4 and 7. Now, in James chapter 4 and 7, he gives us some instructions here. He says here, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Back up, look at verse 6 for a moment. Let's read into this. Verse 6 says, but he giveth more grace. How many would like more grace? He giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but he gives grace unto the humble. All right, so to humble yourself is to comply. So what, what does he want us to comply in? Look at the next verse. Here's, here's the compliance. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. 
All right, what do you want us to do, Lord? Resist the devil. Now, I, I looked at this word resist, and, and you know, people over the years got really spiritual about resist the devil. You know, okay, so what does it mean to resist the devil? It means to fight back. It means to withhold and to withstand. So to resist the devil means to actively fight back. How? By standing in your victory. Fight back by holding on to what's already been done. Fight back against the influences that try to get you to change your mind about your stance. You're fighting back is when he comes to try to change your mind, to try to change your position of victory, you say, no. According to the word, I am healed. No, but according to the doctor, he, you, he said you're going to die. No. I am healed. And you fight back. You open your mouth and you stand in the victory and you fight back. You withstand. You stand on that victory no matter what. If God says, I've already provided you, uh, your, your provision, you know, God is my supply house. Say that, God is my supply house. <laughs> Notice God shows up and he says, I will offer you this. I'll offer you supply for whatever you need. My God shall supply all your what? I'll offer you supply for whatever you need. Now, how do you fight lack? You're standing in the supply house. And you're saying to lack, uh-uh, you might be a need, but Jesus has my supply. So what do I do? With my faith, I lay hold of my supply. And I begin to go talking like what I believe. My God is my supply. Jesus is, go, turn to two people and tell them, Jesus is my supply house. Somebody says, but brother, that's hard to do when, you know, it's staring you in the face. Bruh, listen, ain't nobody said it was going, just because it's hard, that doesn't mean don't do it. That's the fight. If it was easy, everybody had some. My grandma used to tell me that. She said, she, she used to call money dead presidents. She said, you're going to have enough dead presidents when you grow up? And I'm like, Huh? I never could get that. She said, dead presidents, boy. And finally, she said, look at the money. What you see? I said, dead presidents. <laughs> Mammon said, if it was easy, everybody would have some. So if you're expecting for it to just be a little easy thing, you're already deceived. You stand up. Put a fight up. There's one thing about this fight. It's fixed. Turn your neighbor and say, it's a fixed fight. You can't get no more fixed than what it already is. You know why? Because you're, you already have. Notice the fight. The victory is already yours. It's fixed. All you got to do is hold on to it. All you got to do is hold on to it. That's your fight. Keep it. Healing is already yours. Keep it. Deliverance is already yours. Keep it. You know the problem in this world today? They don't know it's already theirs. Same trick of the devil. Try to get you to think that you don't have it. Adam and Eve, you'll be just like God. 
If you'll eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they were already just like God. He's going to try to deceive you first in your identity to try to get you to question who you are and then uh, where your supply is concerned, to question your supply. Your life of faith is, I know who I am and I know what I have. And stay there. Keep it. Don't let it go. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Fight back. Resist the devil. Withstand him. A lot of times, our victory is on the other side of us just withstanding him. Can you withstand the attack? Can you withstand, really, the pressure? And, and listen, quit running from pressure. I said quit running for the pressure and quit, quit thinking that you're odd because you're having pressure. If anybody is a, is a Christian, I can assure you, pressure is a part of your Christianity. Stop running for it. It's, 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 it's going to come. They that live godly shall have pressure. Why? Because there's a call on your life. You got to prepare somehow. You got to prepare somehow. There may be something in your life that you don't yet know about. You're in preparation for the ultimate reason for why you're here. It's time to consider a new formula for success. It's called grace-based success, which is the God kind of success. It is time for you to discover God's path to supernatural progress. Satan has been defeated and Jesus is Lord. And I'm going to show you today how to keep him under, how to keep him whooped. But after listening to Pastor Dollar's teaching, um, I've been able to stand firm on his word and as a result, see restoration and favor. You can also receive today's full message for only $7. Or for $35, the Trusting God for Your Success bundle is designed to help you understand God's will for your life. This bundle includes the three-message series, Trusting God for Your Success, the Grace for Transformation mini-book, and the Power of Grace-Based Prayers companion book. Don't delay. Order today or call the number on the screen for more information at CreflodollarMinistries.org. Cleveland, Ohio, Dallas, Texas. The Change Experience is on its way. Join pastors Creflo and Taffy Dollar for one night only, March 6th in Cleveland, Ohio, and April 24th in Dallas, Texas. As soon as we find out that it's happening again, my friend found out, booked the ticket straight away. It's really, really, really changed my life. If you want to make real change, put away your judgment and learn how to just walk and love people no matter where they are. To say, Mira, you know, I love you, and I love me, and I love what I see. I'm the reflection of God, and God loves me, and I'm going to be all right, and it is all right. You don't want to miss these special events. You have to be here to be able to feel the atmosphere that is created and already set forth. It is indescribable. Go online to get your free seat today. We can't wait to see you there. Creflo Dollar Ministries refuses to turn a blind eye to human suffering. God has given us the power and the means to meet the needs of people in a hands-on, tangible way. Rest assured that your financial donations are hard at work in the lives of people both here and abroad. We know that when people understand grace, they are empowered to change their lives for the better. 
Your support enables us to share the grace of God and are able to improve their lives. Thank you so much. If God has placed it on your heart to support the vision of this ministry to reach the world with the gospel of grace, you may call in to make your financial donations or log on to CreflodollarMinistries.org. God bless you. Thank you, partners and friends. Your love and financial support makes it possible to bring this message into millions of homes. 